My name is Damali Sari and I welcome you to this episode of the Ideation Corner. The Ideation Corner is a space where ideas are discussed and dissected. And today I host Sharon Tumusime. Sharon is a serial entrepreneur and a logistics expert who is passionate about adding value to everyone she interacts with. She holds a Bachelor of Arts in Social Work and Administration from Macquarie University. She holds a postgraduate diploma in management from the Uganda Management Institute. And also, she's a graduate of the Sinapis Entrepreneur Academy. But most importantly, Sharon is the co-founder of Pallet, which she co-founded in 2016. Pallet is a carpentry workshop that creates and designs work in furniture. Pallet uses organic Ugandan wood to create furniture for offices, homes, and on special projects. Pallet's objective is to provide durable, affordable, high-quality, trendy, fashionable, environmentally friendly furniture to all its clients. I am very happy to host Sharon on my Ideation Corner today. Sharon, you're very welcome and thank you for speaking to me. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. So having gone through your profile, mm -hmm. I, I realized that uh, you're a logistics expert, you know, you, you have a BA in, uh, in, of, in uh, social work. How did you move from, from that to now opening a carpentry workshop? Okay. <laughs> I know it's interesting yeah. Yeah, where, where I've come from. But it came from a need, actually. The carpentry workshop is not something I say that I dreamt of, you know, mm -hmm. making furniture one day in my life. But I had a need and I needed to make uh, furniture at home. I needed to make um, a playhouse for my daughter. She was five at that time. Yeah. And uh, I needed it, but then I would have to rob a bank to buy it. It was pretty expensive, the ones that I had seen, mm -hmm. the ones that are in the stores. So I went online and uh, I googled and saw playhouses that were made from pallets. Mm -hmm. I was working in a logistics company at that time. We were doing clearing and forwarding and we had access to pallets at that time. You know, every container that comes, most it's of them come with a, with a pallet, the uh, luggage or the, the cargo is put on a pallet. So I had access to pallets and I saw online, watched videos, then I, and I got the idea, went to a carpenter yeah. and asked him to make me the playhouse that I had seen online. And at first he was a bit hesitant. You already had the raw material? Yes. You I just needed the, someone to put exactly. it together. You had your design in your mind. I had my design in my head. I had how we can make it. Mm -hmm. So I went to him. He was a bit hesitant at first. He, he hadn't done anything like this before. I showed him the video. I was like, okay, fine, let's try it. And we tried it together. And we made a playhouse. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he was actually impressed. He was like, wow, it has actually come out. I was like, you see, mm. it's possible. And from then on, like they say, the rest is history. Mm. You know, somebody, uh, a workmate of mine who is now my partner in the business, had access to expatriate community. Mm -hmm. There were many people that needed furniture, mm -hmm. turns out, from pallets. Mm -hmm. Because this DIY trend was, was already big in, in their community. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started getting orders. Based on your initial thing that you yeah, did for your daughter? Yeah, based on that one picture. Yes. Okay. Like, oh, we've been looking for someone that can do something like that. So that's how you know, he would get an order mm. and I would follow up on the order and then we deliver. So you were in the middle. You, you, weren't, you weren't necessarily doing the furniture yourself. You, no. were, you were the middle person I was connecting, the one who was connecting the customer to the... Exactly, to the carpenter. So I was sorting out that challenge that people have with the carpenters mm. where they don't want to go through the hustle and uh, co co coordinate with him, haggle and do all those things, follow up. So we were sort of in the middle of that. Actually, I'm quite surprised about your experience, your first experience with this carpenter, because yes. it's not people's experience with carpenters. Yes. My yeah. 
what I know of carpenters, you, you, you go with your wonderful idea, you know exactly what you want, you tell them I want this, then they'll ask you for the, uh, well, the advance payment, which you do, they'll tell you they'll deliver it in maybe two weeks or three weeks, whatever time they tell you, they'll never deliver it in that time. You yeah. end up having to call them and chase them and you know, follow up a lot. And that's why in a way people step away from dealing with yes. carpenters. Definitely, that, that, that's a challenge that everybody faces. And, uh, but for me, with this gentleman, I had to see him every day. But the good thing, he was very near my workplace. So at lunchtime, I would leave office for my lunch break and go to him and sit and see where he has reached, how far, what are you doing? Okay, here doesn't look the way it's going to come out. Change it here. So I sort of went through the whole process with him. I didn't physically cut what needed to be cut, but I did sit with him through the whole idea and finally generation of, of the concept and then delivering the final product. So I went through the whole process with him. All I needed were his tools and his hands to cut, but I can say majority of the work in terms of idea was from me really mm -hmm. yes so that is the part that people did not want to get into yeah. so they would come and explain to me then i then you then i'm the one that does that whole you know <laughs> run about you know chasing a guy following up yeah. yes so that that was the need that i was meeting at that time mm. so we realized that there are many people that want furniture they want good natural wood made furniture mm. but nobody wants that hassle so and that's when yes. the idea of setting up a company that deals exactly. with that middle part. Yes, that middle part yes, okay. comes in. Yes, be able to deliver people what they want at an affordable price, not cheap, affordable, <laughs> and then, you know, cut out that, that, that hassle. Mm -hmm. Yes. So now at least they have someone they can, you know, talk to who probably, and most of the carpenters, English is not, you know, their strength. Yeah. Most of our good carpenters, it's Luganda, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's also a challenge anyway, in its, in its own way. So, that's so what, so what kind of products is Palette uh, delivering uh, or have you delivered in the past? Oh, we deliver really all furniture, by the way. Furniture that is for homes, anybody that needs a single piece in the homes. Dining tables, chairs, beds, uh, outdoor furniture, garden furniture, picnic tables, name it. Whatever it is you use in the home, decorative pieces, shelves, we will deliver all those. Then we also deal a lot with the hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. Airbnbs, hotels, lodges, we make furniture for those apartments, people that want to furnish apartments. Instead of importing the furniture, we can furnish a whole apartment. Mm -hmm. So we've had an opportunity to furnish a couple of apartments, furnished apartments, okay. with their chairs, their tables, everything that their customers need when they come into a furnished space. So if, if I saw an authentic, uh, uh, an antique piece online, and I wanted it replicated in, you know, here, using Ugandan uh, organic wood how would i get it to you do i have to physically call you and talk to you how, how does your customer connect with okay you? our customers can physically come to us our workshop is in makindia along lukuli road it's really along the road it's very easy to spot mm -hmm. however because people don't have time to come all the way to makindia you can get us on whatsapp we most of actually my clients conversations happen on whatsapp it's not even a phone call it's on <laughs> whatsapp so we chat you show me the pictures we discuss dimension unless it's something out of this world that we have to come and measure but usually most spaces the sizes uh, are, are pretty much the same yes so we will discuss everything on whatsapp you show me your picture and we make the furniture we agree on the price send you the quotation and we start the process so via whatsapp is the easiest space for people these days Okay. Yes, so on our numbers on WhatsApp, mm. 0772 we have a chat, you show me what you want. Most of my clients, mm. we have concluded mm. everything They're on discussing WhatsApp. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, WhatsApp has been the channel now yes, of, 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 yes, business. of business. Yes, 
so and, and during these COVID times, because I, I keep I keep thinking about how COVID has affected uh, businesses uh, in, in you know the lockdowns and and who knows how long it will even affect. Mm -hmm. How has that had an impact on your business? Of course, uh, like every other business, our business has also been affected by COVID. However, we had the opportunity to rethink and re-strategize and say, you know, how is it that we can meet our customers' need even during this time? Is there something we can do for our customers that can still give us money, but as well as help them? And we realized everybody is working from home. I was suddenly working from home. Everybody was suddenly working from home. And our kids were studying at home now. Mm -hmm. Yes, so what is the one thing that everybody needed at that time? Desks and oh, chairs. Yeah, work table, yes, actually, because, because no, no one, one ever has. planned to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually you do your homework on the dining table or your office work at the dining table. There are few people that have, you know, a, a proper work table. Stations. Yes, there are very few. So that was a need. So we started to advertise uh, work tables mm -hmm. or school desks uh, on social media. And uh, we were we got many, actually, orders. many orders. Oh, so yes. this, this worked for you? Oh, anyway, yes, so it worked for us. So we had a new product out there, something we had never really thought about. Mm -hmm. And suddenly now, there were tables. Because remember, all the stores were locked. Where people usually mm -hmm. get furniture was closed. The furniture True. stores were closed. However, we were lucky. The president allowed uh, workshops to stay open. Yeah, that was yes, okay. Yes, he allowed uh, workshops to stay open if you could move everybody and keep everybody on site. Mm -hmm. We had that opportunity. So did you do that? Yes, we moved mm -hmm. our workers and hired a place for them very near. Five-minute walk mm -hmm. to the workshop. And so we were lucky we could continue doing it. There was a challenge, of course, with timber because um, the timber outlets were closed. Mm -hmm. However, we, we made do with what, what was available. What you could get is, is what you could work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had a product. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> you created a new niche. Because exactly. I, I feel like even now yes. in COVID, people now realize actually we can work from home. Yeah. Uh, even we don't know when it will end, but we can continue to work from home. So probably people are going to continue asking for workstations. Yes, and, workstations. And where you know, yes. kids can, yeah. can play at. Kids can play because most of the dining tables are bad for the kids' backs. The dining <laughs> table is a bit higher. Yeah, the table, yes. So it, it really affects. Uh, we had many parents saying, you know, my daughter has a back problem, but it's because of the sitting, the sitting space, the workspace that we were using. Even adults are struggling with with, with working on some of these mm. uh, dinings and, and whatnot. Yes, I did. I did struggle yes. with that because I'm working on my dining table, and uh, over time, eventually using the dining table chair. Mm -hmm. And over time, I realized it's actually yes, affecting me. It affects you. Eventually, I had to change so the chair. So you see, you're now a customer. I need, I need, <laughs> <laughs> you need to I order. Need <laughs> <laughs> you need to order one. Yes, so that was what we did during the lockdown. Mainly, we were okay. working on, on delivering uh, workstations and, uh, and school. So someone can also send you like the kind of workstation they want. Yes, yes. There was that option. Mm -hmm. So we, we designed a, a quick, easy desk. Which, takes, uh, which can be delivered in the shortest time. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we are making everything from scratch. So we had to get a very simple design that's nothing too complicated that we can make within the shortest time, within three days, three, four days, and you have a, a desk. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then those who had something fancier, we would, of course, give them the usual timelines. If it was a bit, you know, more fancy and, and, and had a bit more things, yes. Mm -hmm. So those who wanted customized, we did. Those who wanted whatever you have, we mm -hmm. can do. Then we delivered those. It ones. depended on the customer. Yes, it depended on the customer. And you said you advertise on social media. So what? Are you on Facebook? Where? We're on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Palette Uganda. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's where to find you. If yes. I want to know about Palette products, yes. Instagram. What I we've guess. made. If you'd like to see what we've made previously, you go there. If you have an inquiry, you'll find our numbers there. Somebody will respond to your inquiry. Yes, on our social media platforms. 
Yes. I was interested uh, reading the brochure of, of Palette where you mentioned, uh, it is mentioned that uh, you, you, you're environmentally friendly, you try to use environmentally friendly products, but mm -hmm. by nature, your, your, your industry, <laughs> you have to put down a tree yes. to actually yeah. get the Ugandan products. Mm -hmm. What are you doing about that to address it? Yes, uh, it's, it's really also a concern for us. We know that our business takes away from the environment in such a big way. Uh, so what we do, we try to work with certified loggers, the people that sell us. We make sure that they are certified because those ones are working within the government regulations. So that is what we do. We're like, let's work with somebody that is being regulated by the government. He's not rampantly, you know, depleting the environment. He's, he's probably aware and, and, and more sensitive and careful about what he's doing. So that's one way we try. Another way that we really try is by recycling. We like to recycle a lot. So if you have a dining table, for example, and you say, I need another one, I hate this one, I'm tired of it, it's boring, we would come and see it and see if we can probably change it up a bit, change the color as opposed to having to make you a whole new one. Because having a whole new one, we are now you know, having to go, someone will have to cut some more timber to meet that need. Mm -hmm. So we try and, and work with what you have. If you say, I hate my bed, we try and see what we can do with the furniture that you have. Recycle it, you know, upscale it, upstyle it, and, you know, try and add a bit of things mm -hmm. so that you have something new, mm -hmm. but we've not new. had to, yes, we've not had to make a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's another way. So we recycle. That's why a lot of our work is pallets. Because okay, pallets, pallets are, yeah, you're, you're recycling, you're not, yes. they're not just being dumped. They're not being they dumped come. or used to make, you know, to, as firewood, mm. but we're actually using it to make furniture that people can use. And it's even more affordable mm. when you use a pallet. It's actually more affordable. Because mm. yes. they're cheaper, they've they're come cheaper, in, it's, a, they it's a sunk cost for the logistics exactly. industry. That person has already bought them, okay, you pay for them, mm. yes, but it's definitely cheaper than, than what you'd pay if I was to buy, you know, a panel of wood to make you something. Mm. So it's cheaper, it's also stylish, it's also <laughs> trendy, they look really good. They do, because yes. I've seen especially the hospitality industry, I feel like they're using them a they're lot using as them a tables lot. and yeah. you know, yes. chairs. Yes, and there's not too much work that goes into it. Mm. So you'd probably have it a lot faster than someone that has, uh, you know, raw wood and we have to start the process from scratch. Because this one has probably already gone through the factory, it's smooth, it's easier to work with already at this point. So you'd probably mm. have it a lot faster and it's cheaper mm. and it looks good it does yes, actually it looks really good so okay yeah. I, you know I, I try not to ask this question quite a lot but being a female in yeah. this industry which is very complicated actually i feel like a lot of females because we're always usually responsible we, we're the ones who like you know the designing of houses and offices yeah. but that engagement with the carpentry industry is so stressful. So we tend to go, I personally, we just tend to go to a supermarket, buy the stuff, it's there, it's delivered, it's mm. done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easier for me than to go through the stress of engaging uh, a carpenter. Yeah. Even if I want to actually you can buy Ugandan furniture, the stress of going through that. Process, yeah. So how, do you, how are you in this space, in uh, this industry that is very unregulated, a bit disorganized, very difficult to engage with? How yeah. do you find that? <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting question. I, I wish someone had asked me before I started <laughs> the business, you know. I had never really thought about it like that until, you know, the more I interrupted. But it's never been something that's on my radar. I'm never really aware about that fact. That, you know what, there are many men in here. Mm -hmm. because I'm just doing a service. So it's, it's been relatively easy to navigate it. Honestly, I can't say it's been tough mm -hmm. because these guys that we work with just want money. Mm -hmm. 
for that that sector doesn't care. It doesn't care whether you're a man or a woman. Are you, they just are want you the paying cash. me? Okay. Yes. So that's why it hasn't been as hard as maybe in the corporate where you're all uh, probably, you know, fighting <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, in some other industries because yes. they just want money. They mm. just want to put food on the table. They just want to pay their workers. So whether it's a man or a woman, if you as don't as understand what they're doing, yes. they will rip you off, whether you're a man yes. or a woman. <laughs> So they rip from everybody. They will, you yes. Feel like they rip out no, the women. no. If you don't know your product, whether you're a man or a woman, they'll probably do the same thing to you. Mm. If you know what you're talking about and you're a woman, they will respect you and they will attend to you the way you would like to. Mm. Yes, yes. So that, that is the, that's the beauty of it. So that's how I've managed to navigate. There's been a lot of learning, of course. Mm -hmm. I came into a space that I had no clue about. So I've been burnt. <laughs> I've made mistakes. I've been sold, you know, fake stuff as well. But now I'm learning, so mm. I know now. I know better, <laughs> yes. And once they realize that you know what you're talking about, mm. then they start to respect you. They see you as, you know, that this person knows we shall not do what we usually do to them. Okay. Yes, yeah. I guess because I did not go in aware that this is a man world, be ready for okay, them. It wasn't on the uh, top no, of your head. No, it wasn't at the top of my head. It was just you need to deliver products, you have a customer, you now have a business, get what you need to get. Yes, and then I was ready to learn as well. Mm. And they like it. Some of these people, when you go to the carpenters and say, okay, I don't understand how you do this. They appreciate that. Okay. Yes, they are very respectful people. Yes. When you were speaking to me earlier, you mentioned that uh, a lot of the people in this space, in the carpentry business, they are informal people. They, mm. are, you know, they just do their craft. They don't have the business side of things. Yeah. And in a way, that's what you're trying to bring into the space, where you connect the artist to the client without yeah. the client having to be in the middle. Yes. So uh, what would you advise is someone, you know, a young kid who wants to get into this space and you know, what would you advise them to do? Maybe they, 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 they're going for a vocational mm. study in yeah. carpentry. What would you advise them? Ah, okay, that's a good one. I would advise them to understand the business. I didn't have the opportunity. <laughs> I was just thrown in and, and, and started swimming. But yes. understand the business. Try and, and understand as much as you can. And don't only learn your technical side. Try and learn the business side. Most technical people struggle in a business because... They don't, they know their technical thing properly, but they've not had the business management area. So try and understand both. If you decide, do I want to be a technical guy or do I want to run a business? If you want to run a business, then get ready to work with other people. They know that I am running the business, I can't really do all the technical. I need to hire technical people or get ready to work with the technical people. So I did not know the technical. I know how to manage a business. I have worked in, 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 a, in, a, in a private organization that was really a business anyway. So I used that. That is what I am good at. And that's what I'm bringing to, to the, the table. table in the business. So I'm hiring carpenters. They do what they're good at. I do what I'm good at mm -hmm. so that they don't. So know what you're good at. Know what part you want to get into in this industry. What do you want to come in as? Okay. And then the business owner or you want to be the furniture? Yes. Okay. In which case, then find a space where you can sell your stuff. Because they could example. actually become yes. suppliers. You can just become like a supplier you, like me. Yes, choose to partner with me and say, you know what, I don't want to see customers. Me, mm. I'll make for you and bring for you. Mm. And that, that works very well. Okay. Yes. Well, so, so I feel like there's quite a bit of then reorganization that has to happen in the, in, in the industry. You know, I know it employs a lot of people. Very I many, grew up yeah. on Makere Kavule and from Kubiri, almost one kilometer is just yeah. furniture. A lot of people are employed in there they are feeding their families there yes but also a lot of people who may buy furniture stay away from them because of the complications yes. with that yeah so what organization do you feel has to happen within that that industry because it's a huge industry actually. yeah yeah 
Uh, one, I think the people that sell furniture are a good space to start using those people as, as their suppliers, as opposed to importing all the furniture that they make. That's a huge opportunity. To, like, just get them to be your suppliers. So you're talking about maybe the, 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 the furniture seller, and any yes. furniture seller like yes. yourself. Give them also. an opportunity, yes. Okay. Start to buy from them whatever it is that your customers buy. Start to use that. You're probably going to spend a lot less and make the same margins. Mm. Yes, that's a good space for you to tap in. And that way, they're learning to be professional. They're learning to interact with a, a, an organization that does something like this. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good space. That's a good way to start the reorganization process. And the government has a lot to do as well. They've started, yes. They've, I mean, there's the importation. They're yeah. saying everyone so buy must Uganda use, buy Uganda, build Uganda. Yes. That is, those are good steps in the right direction. But there's a lot more that goes into there. For example, our capacity. Many of the carpentry is a very capital-intensive business. Mm -hmm. All the machines are expensive. There's nothing that is cheap. So we also need a lot of support in, in that area. That's another space government can plug in, you know, support people in, in that area in terms of capital access to capital for some of these things, grants for these organizations, as opposed to just giving a whole area one machine. Yeah. But those the companies, that, those organizations that have prepared themselves and are ready, that is one way to incentivize them. If you have everything of yours ready yeah. and you're running a workshop and you, you show us how many people you have, give them access to, to financing. Okay. That is, is one of the biggest challenges. That's why we can't grow. Most of mm. these companies, these stay workshops informal. stay informal. That's why you find that they, they rip off customers mm. because of the challenge of capital. It's a very capital intensive business. Yeah, because you see, there's, there's yes. some workshops I've seen, you drive by because they're sometimes on the road and year after year, 10 years down the line, it's the same yes. exact. It yeah. hasn't move to the next yes. level and the fact that it, it supports so many people so many families live off you know it, it, it's a good it's a good space for the government to, to tap into there's a, there's a lot more that they can do even the vocational institutes i don't know how much more they are supporting them but they look like they're not supporting them as much as they need it's a good if government would come out and support vocational and not make it look like it's for those that have failed to make it to the university. Yeah. Push it and say, you know what, vocational is Yeah, you are earning a lot of yes. money in a vocation you never actually I, I never even studied it. So imagine those that have studied it, how much more they can do. So it's also a, a, a nice space. So I think the government can do a lot to reorganize uh, carpentry itself as, as an industry. It's one of the oldest. I mean, yeah. Jesus' father was a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and they have the ability to professionalize the industry just like every other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but, you know, elaborate on this uh, buy Uganda, build Uganda. Hasn't that therefore helped that policy? Because now I know that all the government agencies are required to buy furniture local. They can't import it in. Yeah. Has that helped or is it, do you feel it's going to really help the industry to get now jobs? It could, but then there's so many barriers. The process to just get your bid in there, most of the carpenters will not make the cut at the first stage. So much as they're saying it, they need to find a way to make it a bit different for them. Understand where they are, what sort of structures are they set up. They can, they have the capacity to, to get together and deliver the furniture that say a government agency needs. But if you say you need, you know, you know that documentation, the process yes. someone goes through when they're you know, bidding for a government contract. Mm -hmm. But they need to make it flexible for even the, the, the SME mm. or, or the, the carpentry workshop to be able to, to bid for something like this. So don't, don't be so, what can I call it? <laughs> don't make it so hard for them to do it. Yes, and say we've given you the opportunity. How many can even afford it? Yes. Okay. yes, because how much does the contract, the contract cost? Do they have this money? 
do they have the capital? Can, can they meet the minimum requirements? Just the minimum requirement. Okay. Yes. Do they? Do they? I mean, is there access for them to get credit, for example? Okay. And then maybe if it's a small order, maybe the the minimum requirements can be you know made less. Made less. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Those are not. Yes. So, so it's not enough to just say, you know what? We have said every government agency must order boo boo. Mm. Who is this person in you know at the bottom of this whole boo boo program? It's a small carpentry. Otherwise, at the same end of the day, it's still the same companies that will take them, and and that guy will, will, will lose out. And then the sector stays informal. It will stay informal. Okay. Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Are you, we, we, so what, what plans? What what future plans do you have for Palette in the next uh, three to five years? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are many. We want to expand our capacity, of course. Definitely, we want to expand. We would like to go more and do a lot for the community by setting up a, a vocational a space for, for people to come and learn, the community in which we are, to, to come and Just learn. Just the India community. Yes, the Machindia community, yes. Or whichever community we decide to, to get into, such that the people that are in that community will benefit from the business being present. Mm -hmm. So if there are young people in there, they can come and study carpentry in there and then have an ability where we have like an incubator program where they will study. So we want to grow big on, on vocation, the vocational thing, mm -hmm. the space that we want to go. We want to have many partnerships with the smaller carpentries which do not have access to the market. Right, okay. Yes, which are doing a good job, mm. but they're sort of, because they don't have access to the market, they, people don't know people them. Don't, or people don't want to even people interact, don't want to even interact with them. Because it's too stressful. Yes, okay. so we want to have a program where we can get a lot of their products and be able to sell them for them. So we want to put an online platform where they can sell whatever it is that they have through us. Yes, okay. for example, yeah. So we have, we have some good plans. We have want to go big on the tree planting initiative. Oh, interesting. Yes, we would like to push it and see that um, the carpentry uh, industry is not only taking away, but we have something that's going on so that everybody is aware that what we are doing depletes, but that doesn't have to be the end of it. We, there's something we can do. Mm -hmm. We have to be responsible in that regard. So it's the, a lot of the vocation, a lot of how to bring in more of the, of the smaller workshops, mm -hmm. because we've been a small workshop. So we know the challenges. Yeah, you know the issues. We know the issues. <laughs> so how do we support them? We don't want to be that 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 business that is also socially aware and, and, and relevant as well. Yes. Yeah. I, I like the idea of the tree planting actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, because of course you know, uh, um, uh, you know I like the environment quite a lot, but then I also like really good furniture. So I'm always in that space struggling. I want an organic piece, but it it, it will mean that a tree is cut down for me to have that piece. Yeah. Then I wonder, should I really have that, you know, that piece that, you know, with organic furniture? So I like the idea that you're trying to do the tree planting to replace yeah. know, the, the thing. Is that something that you ideally would be encouraging your industry to actually do? Cause yes, I, I, I really hope I can. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I don't have, yes, <laughs> I don't have all the details, but I know that it, it's 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 a good thing. It would do really good for us because many of the species are suddenly getting depleted because there's some tree species been, that are yes, yes, okay. because this has not been actively done. Of course, uh, the forestry authority is trying, but um, the biggest <laughs> players are not involved. You know, it's more in the corporate space. That's where this conversation is happening. But how about if we involve the actual guys that are? And we tell them, you know what, your livelihood is being threatened because if you don't have any more, if there are no more trees, <laughs> no there'll be no more carpentry. Exactly. Yes. So if we, it has to come from that point, who is the end user? That is the person who has the ability to affect. You know, get more loggers on board, the people in the lumber industry, get more of them on board and, and, and to sign up. Okay. So I don't have the details, honestly, <laughs> but that is that is something that, that that's a dream that, that I have. Yes. Because many of the international companies that make furniture. 
you know, in Thailand or wherever. They, they have this have that is the, running. Yeah, yes. It's running way. side by side. Yes. They cut down whether they replant. They, they replant. Cut and replant. Yes, yes. That way the environment is not yes. negatively impacted. Yes. So that all those who are replanting are not only replanting, you know, to, to as an investment. Mm. Most of the people that are doing tree planting now, it's for investment purposes. Mm. For my future, you know, I'm investing in something mm. as opposed to really the environment okay. yes sharon thank you so much mm -hmm. for speaking to me do you have any last words anything you would like to you know say before we end uh, yes i would i would like to speak to someone that would like to start a business I'm, I'm passionate about business people i have gone through you know i'm on the business journey myself i've had many challenges so i'd like to just speak to somebody out there that that would like to start a business might not be carpentry but would like to start a business that has an idea and would like to implement that idea i would like to encourage them to go ahead and start that idea to think through what they need to think through but don't don't be scared to start yes we we all start at some point mm -hmm. don't be too scared to start such that you know you get paralyzed don't over analyze <laughs> <laughs> and you get what they call it analysis yeah, paralysis, paralysis yes. exactly <laughs> but start do start that business if you re realize that there's a need that you can meet do go ahead i would encourage you to go ahead don't be afraid to make mistakes we all make mistakes but we learn from those mistakes mm -hmm. but and it's and, and there's a lot of space for you to learn and everybody fails at some point. Everybody fails at something. So don't be afraid. Don't let the fear hold you back. Start where you are. Start your business. Mm. Whatever it is, however small, start at some point. And what do we call it? Navigating from point to from point. point to point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then find a support group. Mm -hmm. I am in BNI, Business Network International. I always speak about it, but it has been my support group as a business person. Mm. What is BNI? BNI is Business Network International. It's a referral networking organization. We intentionally refer each other for business. So you find people that have been in business for 20 years. You know. So if you're a new person in business, there's somebody to encourage mm. you, to give you advice for free. They Who can even tell you what to avoid? Yes, what to avoid. You know, they can tell you, okay, this has happened, but it happened to me as well. It's okay. Someone to go along. So that support network mm. is very important. Okay. But please go ahead and start that business idea. That, that's what I would like to leave with somebody out there. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> just to encourage them. Yes. And um, thank you very much for the opportunity. Okay, great. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, they have had it from Sharon. Uh, please, uh, if you want any organic Ugandan furniture that is custom-made, trendy, and fashionable, environmentally friendly, please do uh, look at for her palette on any social media networks. And if you are someone who wants to start a business with a business idea, who needs a mentor, please, again, she's ready to offer her services. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Ideation Corner.